0: You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith and this is a conversation between myself and a fellow by the name of Andrew Mullen. Andrew's in a band from Melbourne called Pacing the Cage. The reason for the conversation is to promote their brand new excellent album. It is called Intox. Let's have a listen to what Andrew has to say. Here we go. Hello, Andrew speaking. G'day Andrew, it's Andy Mackay-Smith calling for our chat. How are you going?
1: Good man, how are you doing?
0: Plugging away? Yeah, it's been a pretty bloody yeah. busy day for me with uh, the two kids and getting them back from swimming and all the rest of it. But you don't want to hear about that. It's pretty un-rock and roll.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my, my day's been un-rock and roll too. It's all marketing and, uh, you know, just sitting on Facebook.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Well, you've got the new album coming out, so is that what you've been up to, just getting the socials organised? So it, you've got some broad coverage there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So just... Um, Actually, today, just recording a video to, to you know, just um, share, get a, bit of, get a bit of interest with the, the album and stuff like
0: that. Yeah, look, it's like that. And how do you find the social media side of things? Is it is it one of those things that it's just got to be done, so you just put your head down and do it? Or is it something that you enjoy? Because I, I know for me, mate, with my stuff that I do with the radio show and with yeah. the podcast series, I just look at it as a bit of a necessary evil. But do you, do you instead embrace it all?
1: Um, t- Some parts of it are actually yeah. I know exactly what you mean because I, I there are times when I, when I'm like okay, I know I have to, I know I have to get a post out at you know six o'clock oh, yeah. it, it, or whatever because that's a good time and and that's a bit of a drag. Um, I I I kind of from a from a creative point of view, I don't mind putting together things like videos and you know little snippets and stuff like that. That that keeps me a little bit sane. Hmm but um it is it, i do find i do find it challenging to um you know be regular on the posts yes um mm. and but also be interesting if that makes sense like um i find that I, in the end i u i'm usually just rushed and it's, it's could probably be, you know put a bit more effort into it make, making something a bit more engaging but yeah, it's it is a tough. It's a funny one. Social media, I've, um, you know, just just been learning about it myself in the last couple of years on, mm-hmm. on you know the best ways to use it and stuff.
0: Yeah, there's a fine line between quality engagement and spamming people on your Facebook pages yeah. and there, and that's the trouble that I've got with it. So honestly, I stopped paying for everything because I couldn't. I could see it making a bit of a dent, but you get sort of. I don't know. I don't know how many likes you might get say an extra 10, 20, 30 likes or what have you but then yeah. you don't see a lot of those people convert into further engagement. It's just about that post that you've released. And that's Yeah, that's, that's the challenge. That's yeah. the dark art to it, isn't
1: it? Yeah, well I was, yeah, exactly and I was, I was just cuz I I personally just ran a a an ad last was it last yeah, might have been last week and um it, even even so, even with that, it's quite a, quite a challenge to to convert that into you know engaged people and um and my I, I use Twitter quite a lot and my personal account I've got quite a lot of uh, followers on there but the the problem is a lot of them are just followers for the sake of following and mm, yeah and follow me
0: back follow me uh, back please yeah uh, yeah yeah,
1: yeah I, so that, I don't know. those those kind of accounts it's it's a bit frustrating because you know, on the surface it looks like there, there could be good engagement, but it, it's it's only you know a handful of people that really make a difference.
0: It is, and so you've got this new album coming out, Intox, and you've got you've got a, an excellent uh, what would you call it? I suppose it's an initiative that you're doing with White Ribbon. So, right has that is that something that has meant. More meaningful engagement through White Ribbon, have, have, like because I know Lee sent me across. A he sent me across the Intox Socials, and then he sent me across right. what you guys are doing with White Ribbon. So of course it's a very impressive partnership that you're forming there.
1: But yeah, has yeah.
0: that has that translated into what you wanted it to do for you?
1: I, I think um, I think the the main the main reason for for with um, White Ribbon was there were a couple of songs on the album that were. Very, um, uh, I guess uh, you know, the similar theme as to what, you yeah. know supporting um, domestic violence and you know uh, respect of, for women and, and things like that. And um, what uh, what what happened is we, we were given the opportunity to support a um, a an organisation as part of the release and. So I thought, you know, th- this would be great because, you know, obviously it means a bit to the band to to be involved with White Ribbon. We thought it was a, a really good opportunity to get in, you know, get. Um... Yeah,
0: you're promoting something very meaningful. That's that's what it is, see, as far as I can yeah. see. Yeah, you know, it's you yeah. You've got your great music, but I mean, look, people want reasons for engagement, don't they? So you've yeah. got this partnership with White Ribbon that means when you're purchasing our music or streaming our music whatever it might be sorry this I'll get the specifics of it. I think it's if you actually pre-order the album is it the physical copy or is it the digital copy or
1: both um it's actually it's actually both I'm you know obviously trying to encourage from a, a um a a physical actually physical or digital is fine, would is fine um it does go for both um but also any other any other item in now um, store at the moment will Support White Ribbon as well
0: There you go, yeah, okay, gotcha Yeah, and there there and are other,
1: sorry, you go mate I was just going to say, to answer Your question, yes, it has been a different Engagement um, We, you know, typically The band, you know, an old rock band Our demographics Are kind of, um, you know 24 to 45 year old Males, mm-hmm. and um, Certainly with the With the subject matter of of uh, our the the song Thrill Pill and our next single, um, it is a lot more supportive for for women, and so that white white ribbon inclusion has certainly helped um, in that. That sense, if if it, as horrible as it sounds, you know to to include white ribbon as part of marketing, but
0: um, yeah, oh, I think I think I understand your point, and I don't think you need yeah. to be sensitive about it. What you're doing is you're raising awareness of an issue at the same time as people are going to be. The point I was about to make earlier is people are going to buy music anyway, okay? But their their yeah. awareness yeah. of an issue is important, as this might as well be raised at the same time. So that's yeah, that's the point there, yeah.
1: yeah. And and especially when when the songs are you know, ours specifically about those subjects, um, it is, you know, it, it, it does go hand in hand to be, you, you write a song um, so that it's, uh, so you can, you know, either portray an opinion or, or um, you know, educate or tell a story or whatever it might be. Mm. And, you know, if there's another way to, to enhance that story, then, yeah, definitely.
0: So it doesn't just stop there. Uh, with raising awareness around issues associated with domestic violence. Okay, I read your Facebook uh, profile. Um, yeah. And you've got uh, you cover topical ground as intense as mental illness, political yeah. corruption, corruption, social equality, and Australia's place in the global global refugee crisis. So these are really the the hot topics of 2018. So there are obviously things that you guys got together and thought, okay, so we yeah we want to be we want to play rock and roll okay but we want to actually have a meaningful yeah. story along with this and a lot of rock and roll can be fairly introspective can't it like it talks about the idea of self and what i'm thinking internally in, you know the internal monologue if you like comes out but you guys are actually talking about things that is, is happening on around you so is it was there a decision made early on in the band's career right we're going to talk about these very public subject matters or is it something that's been Designed specifically for this album, Intox.
1: It's a it's a good question because um, it's something that's actually evolved, and um, the band and you know writing the songs. Um, say for example, you know there, there's there's songs on there that have you know been generated out of conversations or um, um, you know kind of just discussions about. Uh, Issues that are going on in the world. A really good example is um, the the Malaysian Airlines that disappeared, and yeah. you know that was that was something that was kind of like how how on earth how on earth do we lose a massive big airplane when you know we've got the technology to spy on people at the most minute um, level from outer space. That um, it it just makes me wonder. About you know a, a, an entire airplane di- disappearing, and um, yep. it just so happens that when that song was written, it was not not long after the initial um, disappearance of the plane. But then, recent, more recently, they've you know there's been a bit more more press, and I, I think the you mentioned about it being very topical, 2018 kind of stuff. Um, a lot of the songs were were written um you know two thousand and sixteen early two thousand and seventeen type hmm. times and um or or even earlier so they were they were kind of um topics that were part of our mind but just as as the way the the songs evolved and uh, evolved with you know the the news that are going on that's going on um in some ways um and sorry if i'm rambling on a bit but no you're
0: good no worries in,
1: yep in some ways you know there's something such as um the the way let's just say men are men are treating uh women in a very archaic kind of way and that's a, an issue that's a, a subject that we're quite Passionate to talk about, and mm-hmm. it, it just so happens that it just continues and keeps going. And at the moment, you know, there's all the all the stuff going on in Hollywood with um,
0: the Me Too movement. With
1: the, yeah, the Me Too, and these guys that um, you know are kind of saying saying, "Oops, um, sorry, you know, I didn't, you know," and then the, so they publicly apologise, and then. You know, plead their innocence, and it's just kind of like it, it, it's never going to end unless they take that full mm. responsibility. So, <clears throat> yeah, just going back to your original question, yeah, I think um, there certainly wasn't a, a conscious decision to um, to write about specific uh, hot topics in the media. It just so happens that these the topics that we're quite passionate. about... You're passionate about, about and, them. Hmm yeah they've they've evolved as, as as the albums kind of been um been you know getting getting completed and getting prepared and all that kind of stuff
0: so let's talk about the sound because I'm a musician as well so Great. I wrote down a few things when I was listening to the album. It's a bloody good album, by the way. I think everything, and I'm not just saying this, I, I I can honestly say that I haven't listened to anything I haven't liked through Firestarter yet, and I've listened to some unbelievable releases over the past 12 months. Yours is a cracking rock and roll release, just a boisterous, loud rock and roll album. I know there's some other things in there, but the couple of things that came to mind, because of my vintage 40 years of age, I heard a little bit of Smashing Pumpkins' album, Gish.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay,
0: from the guitar tone, especially. Maybe not not the way the songs are written, just the guitar tone. Yeah, But yep. then through the vocal, I heard Jane's Addiction, so I heard a bit of Perry Farrell. Now, I'm not a massive Smashing Pumpkins fan, but I am a big Jane's Addiction fan, so you knew how to get through to me there and no doubt a lot of other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But overall, it has this wonderful, I'm going to call it a 1996 vibe, and 1996 to me was a year that was very overlooked for a lot of rock music. There were a ton of indie releases that came out that year that were fantastic, and so it's got this nineteen ninety six to nineteen ninety seven sound. But tell us about what you were going for sonically.
1: Yes, um, I think the, the the you you asked a question earlier actually also about the the songwriting process, and it kind of ties in with the the sonics as well. I, I when when the project for the album started, the the main thing. For me, uh, specifically for me, was I, I was um, only interested in songs that I would be quite proud of to listen to and to share with friends and family. Mm-hmm. And um, part of that was uh, a firstly writing about to- topics that that interest me that I that I you know can be quite opinionated on, and secondly was I I just wanted to. Um, I wanted to, you know, plug the guitars in and have some have some riffs. So my, my heart's on on riffs. Um, you've nailed the time period of of where Wonderful. my personal okay. taste taste all come from. Um, i always uh, did you was it Gish that you said Gish was the one that I referenced.
0: I know that's from ninety one yeah. or ninety two. I know it's earlier in the nineties, but I just there are yeah. a ton of other indie artists that you reminded me of that. Right, um, John Reed Club from Sydney back in the day. Um, Nada Surfer, heard a bit of that. Um, uh, the Blue right. Album, Weezer. There was there was a few other things in there. Th- those two bands that I just mentioned, they were the ones that was sa- sounded most prominent, though. So sure, sure. Yeah, and it's I'm noticing more bands are coming out with it. So it seems to it's a style of music and it's a sound that is has a life of its own and has its own lane, if you like. And so certainly there's a, yeah. a big fan base there for it.
1: Uh, and, and I, I agree, and, and the reason I was just double-checking on the gish was because um, I specifically remember when I first heard um, uh, Siamese Dream from mm. Smashing Pumpkins, and the uh, in, in particular, the um, I think the opening, I can't remember the name of the opening track. But uh, uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm
0: trying to think. It goes, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. God, here I go, yeah. to sing over
1: the phone again, but
0: yeah. Uh, who wants honey? Only if you've got yeah, some money. <laughs> yeah, what's that called? Yeah, we know. We know the song. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> it'll 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 come to me at midnight. Um, and just the when the bass kicks in and the the bass drums and the you know the, the the floor toms and stuff like that. I just remember thinking, wow, that's that's a different kind of that was a different sonic experience for me. And part of this album was also. Um, Going, going back to, to almost back to that that '90s kind of kind of sound, especially with my um, guitar tones. I, I, I wanted to be able to have, you, you know, some sometimes back in those uh, '90s, some of the the guitars, the fuzz was just really dirty and and gross, and um, yeah. that was kind of, you know, I I wanted to to. Um, to blast a bit of dirt
0: into the album as well, so yeah, it's still very listenable. Though it's it's a very listenable dissonance that you've provided, you know that. So it's it's something that to me sounds like as though you spent tens of hours on end trying to perfect the sound to get it right for the album.
1: Yeah, so it came in in two two bits. Um, the first bit was I did a lot of the guitar tracking from home. And um, the second part was when we went into the studio and, you know, we were recording drums and, and stuff, we we decided to add another um, kind of layer of guitars. And the idea of those guitars was to be a little bit more traditional rock guitars. Um, so, you know, you can hear just say on the start of the... the there's a, there's a song about the aeroplane. Um, it's quite a dirty, buzzy guitar, but then when the other guitars kick in, you could, you know, that chunky rock sound.
0: Yes, yep. Yeah, I can definitely hear that. Yeah, no, it's definitely got it all going on. So what about tours and, and promotion of it and the live scene? Obviously, you're going to be playing around your hometown down there in Melbourne, but are you, are you getting out to yep. Sydney and, and Brisbane and other parts of Australia?
1: Um, the the simple answer is yes we we're in in the process of of planning those we've got a launch show in melbourne on the 29th of september and the the plan is to um have that as kind of you know to kick start the a um probably a tour of regional victoria but then extending that up to sydney newcastle <clears throat> and i would love to get to brisbane because We've just had a lot of support from, um, from you know, a lot of people in in your area.
0: Well, we're a rock town, you know. I, I know there's no yeah. doubt about that. It's there's other things that go on, but if you're talking about what floats people's boat in the valley, which is our entertainment precinct here in Brisbane, it's rock and yeah. roll. And look, I play covers music, so I'm used to doing it. I play more pop and funk, groove sort right. of stuff these days. But when I was playing in rock bands. There's a wonderful thing that happens up here, mate, which is that rock and roll is is the music that's played between about, I'd say about ten o'clock and one o'clock, maybe midnight, and then after that yeah. the dance music comes on. But it all seems to work really well together. There's been many, many times where I've been unloading my gear and walking through, fairly intoxicated people having a great time. By the way, you know, no, 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 yeah. no nothing, no, no negative connotation in that statement there. Yeah, but sure, they've sure. been they've been up the front watching us play. All of a lot of the music that I just mentioned—Smashing Pumpkins songs, James Addiction songs, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, what have you. Right, and yeah, and then as soon as the DJ comes on, he's playing the latest and greatest from whatever the urban charts are, are yeah. or urban charts yeah. in the states. And I've seen those same people doing it, and it's a, it's a great thing to see that happen side by side, in my view, because it means all music has a place.
1: Yes, yes, I I, I really do agree with that. I think. Um, I see sim- similar things going on in, in Melbourne. Um, you know, there's a, a nice uh, rock community in, in Melbourne, um, but at the same time, I think a lot of people will appreciate different genres. And, um, you know, if it, if it's a night with rock and maybe a folk band, I, I think the same kind of punters will, will enjoy that. Mm.
0: So final question, mate. Where do you think you'll be in the next five years? I know, it's, you know nobody has a crystal ball and... You can only hope for where you might be because you certainly deserve to be continuing to do what you're doing and have a, have a broader audience maybe even go abroad to Europe and the states but where do you want to be
1: yeah look i think um the everyone has their their goals and plans um, certainly uh for for the band the 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 you know five five year strategy will will kind of look like that um we'd like to be uh, on the Australian festivals, um, circuits and, um, and, and even better, uh, well, not better, but even as good, um, getting across to the European festival circuit and, and just trying to, um, you know, I'm a big fan of, of, you know, festivals and that experience of, you know, community and and getting out in, in amongst bands and stuff like that. So Mm. we can, we can really, you know, see ourselves trying to, to break into that fe- festival circuit, and, um, you know, of course we'll we'll take on any any um, tours we can get.
0: Well, good on you, mate! Congratulations on Intox. Good luck to yourself and the rest of the band, and I really, I really hope this goes where you want it to go to because it's a wonderful sounding album it's it's all there i haven't seen you guys live yet but i can only imagine that you've got the live chops to back up what you've recorded so i hope you get those tours yeah. and and i really hope an agency deal or a management deal whatever it might be comes along and it actually allows you to go over to the states or to europe and make a dent over yeah there.
1: well that that's certainly you know agency and, and management is what is what our focus will be in the for the next six months to try and you know, get some street cred to, um, to get their attention and actually, just sorry to, um, I know, I know it's time to, no, to back right. up. You're but, right. No, you're right. You're No drama. Um, I was just gonna, just gonna say, um, we've just been, you know, going through, you know, uh, the, the whole live performance show and what that looks like and stuff. And it's funny you meant, meant, mentioned, um, Terry Farrell because that's, you know, kind of where, where I'm heading as far as, you know, costume and and stage presence and and that (laughs) kind of stuff. So hopefully we can make that work and uh, make it our own as
0: well. Yeah, well, look, I'll be in the audience when you guys come up here, mate, that's for sure, because I'd love to see what you guys are doing live. That'd be fantastic. Cool, mate. All right, that's it, mate. Thanks so much for the. You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that was a conversation that featured a fellow from Melbourne by the name of Andrew Mullen. He's in a band called Pacing the Cage. Thank you so much for listening.